This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Seek Reality Radio with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about your reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here is Roberta. There is only one reality. I mean, that's just common sense, right? There has to be only one. The central truth of that one reality turns out to be that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And that fact is a particular comfort for our wonderful guest. Today I'm joined once again, for the third time actually on, on this program, by Carol Morgan, whose extraordinary son, Mikey, left this level of reality when he was only 20. Then Mikey began to communicate with his mother, and he told her that he is a sixth-level being, and I believe it, because I've heard what Mikey has to say, and Carol doesn't know this stuff. Mikey knows it cold. The sixth level is the highest level of vibrational reality from which the dead still communicate with us, and in fact, it's rare for them to communicate from that level. So to just, just for me to know Mikey is kind of an honor. Um, the two of them have been planning his early death, he tells her, so he could, she, he could communicate with us through her. And, you know, frankly, that's about as extreme a the bad news is actually the good news kind of story as I, I can imagine. It was very hard for Carol to lose her son, but she has gained this wonderful relationship that she's going to tell us more about today. And she'll tell us today how she does it. Carol was our guest in July, and she told us then the story of Mikey's death and how she began to work with him. In September, she joined us, and you can find these podcasts on iTunes. Um, Carol Morgan is the guest. She joined us then in September to tell us what Mikey's teachings are on God, reality, death, and the afterlife, and he is spot on. I've never seen him make a mistake. Those earlier shows, as I say, are available, but today... We're going to talk about the fact that Carol is going to be a presenter at the 39th Annual Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies Conference in July, July 10th to the 14th, I think, or 10th to the 13th, um, in Scottsdale, Arizona. The conference topic is going to be new developments in afterlife communication. So one of the things that Carol is going to be talking about today really is what she'll be talking about then, how they actually communicate. Welcome, Carol be back on your show <laughs> we have such fun um it's I, I there are people who are listening uh who don't know the history so i think we need to start start by talking about that um the fact that you're a perfectly normal and i can vouch for that perfectly normal lovely mother with no knowledge or interest in this area um uh, before you lost mikey um when i first met carol which was about two almost three years ago two two and a half years ago uh it'll be april it'll be three years I, I, when I first met Carol, she was quite bereaved and and quite confused, really, I think, still, about um, what had happened. It's been fun to watch her grow in confidence uh, about what she was doing. But she told me that she could communicate with her son by pendulum, and I didn't believe it for a minute. Sorry, Carol. 
<laughs> Sorry, okay. Mikey. Be, be, because I didn't believe in commu- communication by pendulums. You know, you just swing the little thing around and you make stuff up. Then I, I went to the room and, and uh, that where, where she was staying, and she had three mothers there. And it wasn't so much the fact that she was able to give the mothers um, information that made them burst into tears. It was so accurate. It was the way she was interacting with Mikey. You cannot. Nobody. There, were, there is not an Oscar big enough for the actress she would have to be for that not to be real. Uh, and I'll tell you a little more about it when we, as she's talking about pendulum communication, but it's stunning to watch it happen because it's, she's really chatting with her child. It's incredible. So, it is so, a, <laughs> it is an interesting, uh, means of communication, I guess. I just had a friend recently tell me that, uh, actually Mitch Carmody, who was a key player in me, uh, in the early stages of my signs and dreams as means of communication. He just recently told me, he says, you truly have a microphone, spelled M-I-K-E-R-O-T-H-O-N-E, uh, to the afterlife dimensions and what's going on. And it, and it kind of actually seems that way a little bit. I was not like this before. And, of course, after the key thing, I think, to understand is after my son's accident, he was a passenger in a rollover accident in 2007, None of us uh, in our family blamed anybody uh, in that accident. There was no blame and really no anger towards anybody involved. And I think because there wasn't that negative emotions that can carry on with that when we hold on to blame or anger, that gave me um, extra, I don't know, maybe a boost in my openness to be able to receive the signs that started very quickly from Mikey, and these signs were just so profound, and I just knew it was him in my heart, but I really had no previous exposure to any medium psychic stuff at all, but the one thing I was truly a believer in was signs, and so when these signs continued and continued, and as I journaled them, it's like something is happening with me here. This is For example, give us a sign. Normal. Give us an example, Carol, of a sign. Pardon me? Give us an example of a sign. What, what was something he did to get you your know, attention? He communicates a lot through music. And this has been very significant for me. And I will ask him a question. Like I would say, okay, Mikey, I'm going to this event. I would love to have you be there if you could. And I get into his truck and I turn it on because I drive his truck still. And the first song that's playing on the radio is I'll Be There by the Spinners. You know, it's that <laughs> type of communication. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and it was constant. It was just all the time. License plates um, where I would ask him something and I pull up to a stoplight and the license plate in front of me you know, gives me the message. You know, I had asked him just not too long ago, I was with my other son, and it was a mom-son event. I said, Mikey, it'd sure be nice if you could join us. And as we're driving, we stop at a stoplight, and this car in front of me has a license plate, and it says, hey, mom, on the license plate. So it's this type of thing. You got to be open to it, but that's really how my communication first started. Tell us about Mikey. He was perfectly normal. He was perfectly normal. He was a regular normal. kid. You didn't know he was a, a very advanced being at all. No, I really didn't know that. He was an athletic kid, had friends, a lot of friends. Um, when he was in college, he 
worked as a DJ on the side at this local uh, dance bar restaurant establishment that was very popular with the college kids. And he loved music and what songs said. And he actually, what I definitely have figured out now is he was in the process of laying the foundation of his message. And the last song he was very focused on was the song Love Generation by Bob Sinclair, Peace and Love to Everybody You Meet, and Look to the Rainbows and You Will See the Sun Will Shine to Eternity. While he's playing these songs in an acceptable way, actually trying to get his message out. So, I mean, he early on he was kind of pushing that. Um, he, I think his subconscious knew he was leaving. There was a couple things he had said to me um, that indicated that he knew subconsciously that he was leaving the planet. That, that's uh, not it, uncommon, actually, for people to have that kind of knowledge and, ha- and express it without seeming to be aware that they're doing that. I, I think that's interesting. Right. But he was just a regular kid. You know, he was very wise, though, in how he was. You know, when I look back on it, he really, he wouldn't dwell in the negative. He would always just pick up the pieces and move to the next thing. He just really was, uh, he focused on what what was made him feel good. He liked to make other people happy. He really didn't dwell in negativity. He would, you know, if he had something happen to him, whether he was cut from a basketball team or whatever, he picked up the pieces and said, Mom, I'm going to try snowboarding instead. And then he did that instead and really loved it. I mean, he didn't dwell in, he didn't focus on negative things, I guess, is what I should say. Yeah. And and so, all right, so you, you lost him and you were devastated, but you were you were, didn't blame the driver of the vehicle. He was the only one killed, right? The others were not even really hurt. No, that's right. Everybody else walked away. Mikey was killed instantly. And even with the wrong information we were initially told, we truly were all forgiving immediately. Um, From the very beginning, held no blame, accused nobody. And I think for that reason, or certainly that's part of the reason of why this openness happened to me, I believe, because I didn't have that negative, those negative emotions hanging, pulling me down. Right. So so then you, you um, through a series of sort of fort- fortunate events, you had the opportunity to go on a retreat where um, someone was going to show mothers, bereaved mothers, how to communicate with their kids. Tell us that story briefly. That is correct. So, um, through Compassionate Friends, I met Mitch Carmody. He actually speaks all, speaks all over the United States about signs. And so I was at his uh, presentation, and, of course, they asked for anybody who wanted to give examples. And, of course, I'm jumping up and down because I'm big into the sign thing. And this was already just, you know, early on after Mikey's accident. And after I presented some of my signs, he was interested in them. And he wanted to publish one in his column that he did for the Living with Loss magazine. When the magazine came in, he called me at home to come pick up some extra copies that I could have. Ten minutes before I got to his house, he had gotten an email from Sally Baldwin, who was a spiritual medium from the Dying to Live Again Foundation. She was recruiting for moms all over the United States who had lost children between the ages of 
23 and 21. And her retreat was based on signs and dreams and communication. And he said, you have to try for this. She was going to pick seven to ten moms, all expenses paid for this five-day retreat with her in Sun Valley, Idaho. So I came home. Mitch said, you got to do this, Carol. you got to try. So I went home and I inquired. She came back. She was interested in me. And so I filled out this application. And the next thing you know, I get picked. So of I'm course you got picked. picked. Seven no, there are no coincidences. One of the things we learned doing this work is that things that seem coincidental or not. He had just gotten that call. Mikey is engineering all of this. Just before. So, he, and so, so you went to Idaho. So, so how, did you, to, how did you start with the pendulums? So I went to Idaho. Um, I was scared to go. I actually went to my cousin who was a Catholic nun asking her, what do you think? She says, you have to go. This is happening to you for a reason. And I needed that religious figure approval because this was scary to me. This was out of my comfort zone. But I went there with my husband. They let me bring my husband. I was scared. He did his own thing, and I did mine. And so I met with Sally, and she had some staff people there, you know, um, psychologists, healing touch people, reggae people, and... um, it was us with the seven moms, and she uh, talked with us about, you know, what the conference was going to be about, and we had wonderful meals, and she, the, the foundation paid for everything, our airfare, absolutely everything, and she sat down with us mothers. She communicated with the pendulum, which I've never seen before. I never even heard or knew of pendulum as a means of communication at so all. Sally I heard Baldwin was doing this. Pardon me? Sally Baldwin was doing this. Sally Baldwin was doing okay. this. She is the only medium, at least at that time, that I've seen use a pendulum. Uh-huh. So she sat down with us, you know, and, and she was going through different things about signs and different and dreams about communications because that was initially truly how my first communications with Mikey started. Then she took me privately and did a reading. And she sat me down, and she said to me, Carol, you need to understand that the fact that you were all loving and forgiving after Mikey's accident, not blaming anybody, and not blaming God for anything is not the norm. She says, you know, that is not common at all. And she said, because of your openness and your connection with your son, your loving connection, And because of how you are and not blaming and holding anger, you actually have been given or you have this ability to communicate with your son, and I'm going to show you how. And I looked at her like she was not. So she knew that you had this ability right by looking at you. She knew I had it. Now, she told me that she channeled Mikey, that he was persistent in getting me to this conference. She told me Mikey was of high energy. He had great ability to communicate. And I just looked at her like, okay, now (laughs) what do I do, you know? So she sat me down and showed me. You know, she took the pendulum. She had her pendulum, and, you know, she showed me, like, how she did it. But what's interesting, Roberta, is my pendulum moves 
totally different than hers. Or oh, hers did, because Sally okay. actually has passed in the spirit. So um, it does move differently. And Mikey tells me it's all about the energy. Really, this is all about the energy. That makes so she, it was she talking to him and, and still your pendulum moved differently when you when you picked it up? She she talked to him using her pendulum and her pendulum would swing just wildly, just in a circle. It just kept going in a circle and she said with that the energy would just flow through and you know, she could hear him. You know, she just channeled him straight through. With me, it's more it moves different. I mean, certainly it moves in the circle and stuff, but it's it's more it's more precise with the letters. You know, she gave me a little uh, color wheel disc with letters and numbers on it, and the pendulum moves very precisely. And that's initially how she taught me to work with it was half starting very slowly. And I know the Dying to Live Again Foundation does classes, and these classes are weeks long on channeling with the pendulum. I know there's still spiritual mediums in that foundation that that do these classes, but with Sally, when it was with us moms, it was literally a crash course. I mean, she did it basically in like three and a half days. Well, what we're going to do when we come back is talk more about what the process actually is. You're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. And my wonderful guests this week are Carol Morgan and her beautiful son, Mikey. We'll be right back. eight, Roberta Grimes had an amazing experience of light. She spent the next 50 years researching the afterlife to try and understand what had happened to her. And the result is her book, The Fun of Dying. Find out what really happens next. Roberta's book is cliff notes to 200 years of abundant and consistent afterlife evidence. It will show you why extinction is impossible for you, explain how you can enjoy the death process, and describe for you in wonderful detail the glorious heaven that awaits us all. Available on Amazon, in Kindle, and in print, The Fun of Dying will start you on a thrilling and life-affirming voyage as you learn the glorious truth about who you really are. If you've ever wondered why you're here, if you wonder whether God is real, if you wonder why life isn't fair or whether there's life after death, let Roberta Grimes help you learn the joyous truth about your own reality. Roberta has trouble with believing things. She's always wanted to know. So she spent decades studying nearly 200 years of afterlife evidence. In the process, she made some wonderful discoveries about God, reality, and your own eternal nature. The truth is better than your most optimistic hopes. Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Why wonder and worry when at last it's possible to know?
Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Two and a half years ago, I met a woman whose son, Mikey, had died at the age of 20. And now Carol Morgan and Mikey communicate by pendulum. I didn't believe in it at first either, but Carol knows nothing. And I know that. I know Carol now pretty well. She knows zero about any of these things. Mikey knows a great deal more than I have managed to learn in a lifetime of studying afterlife communications. So this is real, folks, and it's extraordinary. Carol was just telling us before the break about learning to communicate with a pendulum. When she first began to learn, this was how how long after his death, Carol? Well, let's see. I would say it was two years. It was almost two years, well, two years and a month after his death that I started to do this uh, when I was... And and when when did he die? Because I've lost track. Um, He passed in uh, September 22nd of 2007. So, six years. Yeah, wow. it's been six years, um, and I've been doing this for four years, and my ability has improved significantly since I first started. T- tell us about that first experience. Uh, she she gave you a pendulum, and she said, here, pick this up, hold it this way. Yes, and, she gave me a pendulum. And, we, in fact, it was all of us moms. The seven moms were sitting in a conference room around a big table. She gave us each pendulums and this color disc, smaller disc, that has letters and numbers on it. She sat us down and she said, I want you to take your pendulum and place it right in, you know, in the center. And she said, first of all, what you're going to do is you're going to call for your children. You're going to ask for protection, for God's protection. She says, you want to confirm what an answer that is yes or no. She says, we're going to start very simple. She said, you want to confirm what they're going to use, how they're going to use the pendulum for a question that would answer yes or a question that would answer no. So what you would do, what I did actually, is I took the pendulum and I'd call for Mikey and I'd ask for God's protection and guidance. And then I asked Mikey, show me how you're going to move the pendulum when the answer is yes. Well, he moved it clockwise. And well, at oh, that sorry, point, this, I'm this like, is happening this is with the pendulum in your hand? I was, and, I was and, holding my hand still, and I'm moving. like, and it started moving by itself. And I just, I mean, I started to rattle in my chair. I was like, this sure. crazy. <laughs> then I said, now, Mikey, move it for what you will show me as the answer being no. He moved it counterclockwise. So, and it immediately, you know, it switched very quickly, and I thought, this is bizarre so and it, I, could you feel energy in your hand or was it happening all in the pen i could feel energy really all over me i could i was just like ready to jump out of my skin because wow. i couldn't believe what was happening to me so but i practiced several questions i would say you know um do you like snow or do you know just simple stuff and he would it would circle yes um then i'd ask questions that i i would you know, say, well, something that would be a no, and it would circle the other direction. So I did a lot of practicing with just yes and no. Then Sally progresses and said, okay, we're going to have them try to spell a word. So ask Mikey to spell you a word. The first word he spelled, of course, is love. So he took the pen, I set the, I I centered the pendulum in the center of this disc holding it still, and the pendulum started to move up to the letter L. Then she said, oh, now wow. take that pendulum, put it over that letter, and he'll circle 
either yes or no as to whether that's the correct letter. Sure enough, he circles it clockwise. Then I bring it to the center again, and he went to the O and so on and went through the whole process of confirming that, yes, the first word he spelt was love. And then when I brought the pendulum to the center, of course, he circled a big yes that, you know, it was correct that that was the word that he was spelling. I mean, it's hot. Roberta, this was just craziness. I looked at this, and I was just like, it's almost, it scared me because yeah. I thought, this is impossible. This yes. is impossible. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but did, did you have a sense of him around you, or was it just an energy that you felt? I felt a, a presence of him. I felt, you know, I, his energy is very distinct to me because when I work with the pendulum now, I literally can feel him. I can. It's a buzzing, tingly sensation that he gives me and it's especially intense over my right shoulder usually and that's the hand that I use when I'm working with the pendulum so I I could feel his presence at that point and I mean all of us moms are just kind of teary-eyed because this seems you know unheard of here you are you're a mom and you can talk to your son that or your daughter who has passed and so it was very um, emotional and very uh, kind of scary at the same time. So that was did they all have this day. happen? Did they all get good communications from their children? We did, from what I remember. But some pendulums moved better than others, you know. And then Sally would come around and help. And of course, when she would put her hand on it, it would even move better. Yeah, you know. And so Sally, it was like the energy really flowed through her. When she would touch the pendulum, it really would move if we were struggling. And she said, you just have to keep practicing. Very simple. And that's really what we did. Then the next day we came in, same thing, you know, very simple, very simple, over and over and over, just the very simple with the letters, you know, yes and no, just the clockwise and counterclockwise, over and over and over. Well... I went up to my room after the first day, and uh, my husband had called. He was coming back on his little adventure on his way back, and I told him, I said, you're not going to believe this, but I can talk to (laughs) Mike. And he's like, you know, you're out of your mind, basically. (laughs) Very supportive man. I can see that. (laughs) You know, um, but I, I really, really practiced, Roberta, literally every day when I had come home, I would take the pendulum and just practice, practice, practice with Mikey over and over. Just very simple. Having it, you know, circle different letters and make this a yes and make this a no. Well, of course, Mikey, with his sense of humor, all of a sudden one day he took the the pendulum, started swinging at an angle side to side really big. And I'm like, what are you, what is this? What is this? (laughs) <laughs> You're not moving it in a circle. Yeah. And he spells out the you know, he spells out the words, I'm laughing. Oh. And that's how he started to indicate how he would move the pendulum when he was laughing about something. So it eventually grew to be very personalized with Mikey. So then I would take coupons, I would take a newspaper, I would practice with different types of things. I would take a newspaper and have him spell words out of a newspaper. 
I would use a coupon and say, okay, now circle the whole advertisement. Now just circle the A letter in the word of the advertisement. I would, you know, really practice the skills of the preciseness of how he moved it. It was. It ended up being kind of almost like, uh, I wouldn't call it a game, but just how well and precise we've become with this. And yeah. Mikey has great ability. I mean, I think that's part of it as well. So you, you had been doing it for a year plus, probably, when a year and a half when I met you um, in, in Scottsdale. Um, what, what, what impressed me was this. Carol sits down at a table in a hotel room, women sitting on couches. I was one of them. Um, and she picks up this pendulum and holds it over this disc and calls it. She says, Carol, she says, Mikey, Mikey, only my son, Mikey. And, uh, then the pendulum starts to move. And I don't believe for a minute this is real, but I, I want to be somewhat supportive. I don't want to immediately say, wait a minute. But I stood up, and I'm not shy. I walked all around. I watched her hand, which didn't move. I watched the pendulum, which really did. But what I really did was pay attention to her demeanor. She started to interact with this person that was on the other side of this, who was moving the pendulum. There was just no other way to, to say it, I she she was she would smile, she'd laugh, she'd say, "Oh, look, he's laughing." She she was having so much fun with it, and the women in the room were getting messages that were making them tear up and were making them say, "Yes, yes." And it, so, I, I, it, it, it was just the kind of experience that I think you need to have in order to believe in pendulums, because I didn't believe in them before, and I believed in just about everything else at that point because I had seen it proven to be true, but. Um, to see Carol do this is to come to a whole level of different level of understanding, I think, of what actually is going on because she has a relationship with her son that um, is a genuine mother-son corroboration, collaboration. Uh, I, I, it's just spectacular. Um, you're not that good an actress, Carol. I don't think you could do that if it weren't real. No, I couldn't, and I never even saw a pendulum before in my life. I was never into any of this stuff. And the one thing Sally had told me the last time I saw her before she passed, she said, you know, Carol, what makes you different and unique is you're just a regular mom doing her regular thing, not into any psychic stuff at all. You go through a tragedy and now you have this incredible ability of communicating with your son. She said, you know, this will be helpful for people because of your innocence in starting with this in the first place because I had no previous exposure. I've had right. no influences. And she said, this is very good. She said, You'll, this will be more acceptable and this can help people. And I believe she's right with that because... It truly, you know, you get where people will say, oh, you know, well, you've always been like this or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And, and you haven't tried like to profit it. from it either. You, you're, you've you got your day job, you've got your life, and you're you're trying to, just trying to use it to help people, which I guess is what Mikey, that's Mikey's plan. Um, 
I, I, I should, uh, you know, just mention that, um, you're, you're very active on, um, afterlife forums. Actually, before I even say that, what I want to do is for anyone listening who can't believe this could possibly happen, let's explain why it could work. All the levels of reality are all in the same place. They're just separated from one another by their rates of vibration, just as all the different channels on your TV set are separated from one another by their lower to higher rates of vibration. So your your uh, newsman on channel 4 and your newsman on channel 7 can't talk to one another, but they're, they both, you could get either of them with the same TV set. Those signals are all in the same place. And the same is true of, of the people we think of as dead. Their minds continue in exactly the same place where we are, but only at a higher level of vibration. So for, for a powerful being, which is what Mikey is, it's not difficult at all for him. We, we can't go higher with our, with our mental vibration. That's a, extremely uncomfortable. We are not, not able to do it, they tell us. But a higher level being can come, come down to a lower level fairly easily. So what Mikey does when his mother calls to him, and he's a good boy, he comes when she calls, <laughs> what he does is to lower his rate of vibration so that he is close to, I don't think he has to be at, but he's close to the earth level, which is probably the lowest, we're not certain. And so he's right there in the room with her, and he is energy, and he's powerful energy. So apparently one of the things powerful energy can do is to affect that pendulum and make it move. That part I don't understand. I don't know how he does that exactly. But I do know he's in the same place. He's at this, he, he can put himself at the same level of, of reality where Carol is. And so, um, one of the things they've learned, one of the, one of their tricks is to be able to make a pendulum move. It's not that hard to explain. Just, just amazing when, when you well, think of it. And he tells me it's our combined energy that makes it move. So I've had people say to me, well, lay it over a box and have it hang freely. Oh, right. You know, where I'm yeah. not touching it, doesn't move, yeah. you know. Yeah, so, right, right. And then I've had people say, well, let me hold it. They will hold it. And I'll say, you know, now, do you think you're holding your hand still? And they'll say, yes. So I'll talk. They're holding it. I will talk to Mikey. It doesn't move. But as soon as I put my fingers below theirs, it moves. Oh. So it's like as soon as my energy, my fingers are touching that pendulum, combining with Mikey's energy, it moves as precisely as ever. Well, I just recently was showing a gal, actually from the forum, how I talked to Mikey with the pendulum, and I was showing her that I really don't even have to use a pendulum. I can use anything that's on a string. And I had put my full set of keys, which is heavy, on a string for her, called for Mikey, and he literally moves the whole set of keys clockwise, counterclockwise, moves wow. it like he's laughing. <laughs> it really doesn't matter what it is. I can use a pen on a string. I can use necklaces. I, it just doesn't matter. It works no matter what I use as long as it's hanging freely on a chain, <clears throat> excuse me, or on a string. And so it's pretty profound, and I don't know if that's how it is for everybody. I do know pendulums move differently for different people. Mikey has his own technique of how he moves it for me, and I think that's because of my need of confirmation for when I'm getting information from him. I, I want precise 
confirmation of the information so that I'm accurate. Yeah, you know, especially when I'm answering questions on afterlife forums. So, so you're, but you tell me that that your son and your your surviving son and your husband are not able to communicate with Mikey by pendulum. They are not, and you know, some of there's a few moms from the retreat that no longer even try to communicate from pendulum. Is my understanding? It never worked well for them. And why is that? I don't know. You know, my husband and other younger son are very open. They're very connected with Mikey. He communicates with them a lot through signs. Why me? Why not them? I don't know that answer, really, except Sally and Mikey have said, Mom, it's our connection. You and I have this connection. It was pre-planned before we came. And also, my understanding is, of course, it's who you're trying to communicate with on the other side in the afterlife dimensions where they're at, you know, spiritually or the, how their energy is and where your energy is here, too, makes a difference. Being open, you know, minded. Of course, you know, my husband and the younger son are open-minded. So I just, you know, some sometimes maybe my understanding is it's just not, it doesn't resonate. It's not what it's meant to be for that individual. I don't know really what makes it work for one and not another. I think a lot. There, I think there's several components to it, and to have a full understanding of what each individual person is experiencing at that time is, you know, hard certainly for me to determine. But I know it works for some, doesn't work for some. Well, we're we're. This is one uh, once again a wonderful conversation. I love love having you on this show. You're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network, and our guests are Carol Morgan and Mikey. We'll be right back. If you've ever wondered why you're here. If you wonder whether God is real, if you wonder why life isn't fair or whether there's life after death, let Roberta Grimes help you learn the joyous truth about your own reality. Roberta has trouble with believing things. She's always wanted to know. So she spent decades studying nearly 200 years of afterlife evidence. In the process, she made some wonderful discoveries about God, reality, and your own eternal nature. The truth is better than your most optimistic hopes. Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Why wonder and worry when at last it's possible to know? When she was eight, Roberta Grimes had an amazing experience of light. She spent the next 50 years researching the afterlife to try and understand what had happened to her. And the result is her book, The Fun of Dying. Find out what really happens next. Roberta's book is Cliff Notes to 200 Years of Abundant and Consistent Afterlife Evidence. It will show you why extinction is impossible for you, explain how you can enjoy the death process, and describe for you in wonderful detail the glorious heaven that awaits us all. Available on Amazon, in Kindle, and in print, The Fun of Dying will start you on a thrilling, 
and life-affirming voyage as you learn the glorious truth about who you really are. You're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. And I'm talking today with my dear friend, Carol Morgan, and her wonderful son, Mikey. We've been, we've been talking about the fact that Carol is going to be one of the presenters at the 39th annual um, conference of the Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies, July 10th to 13th in Scottsdale, Arizona. And the title or the, the topic of that conference is New Developments in Afterlife Communication. There are so many wonderful presenters who are going to be there. Carol's the only one who is coming to talk specifically about using a pendulum. And she's no teacher. But she is, as she said, tells us, but she is, is going to try to help people understand how if they want to begin to take steps towards seeing whether they have a gift for communicating with their loved ones by pendulum, she'll help us with that. Um, and uh, Carol, tell me, tell me about the, the, your experience on the forums. Carol, I should just say, it has been on afterlife forums for a couple of years now. And, um, since I'm, I'm the moderator there, I, we've had others from time to time, but everybody else seems to have a life. <laughs> I just am there all the time moderating. Um, it, 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 Carol, Carol um, has developed quite a following there. People um, listen to her, rely on her. Even people that I know are um, know a lot themselves now listen to Mikey just as I do because he's he's always right, and he takes wherever we are in our knowledge. And then he leads us another step or step and a half beyond it, which to me is very impressive. I mean, he's able to, um, he has taught me things. And very few people nowadays, I've spent my lifetime studying this stuff, very few people know more than I do, and Mikey does. There's a, there's a thread called Ask Carol Mikey or Ask Mikey that is now more than 200 pages long. That's not just posts, that's pages. It must be a 1,000 posts. Um, of just people asking him questions and ans- and his answering them. Anyone who is interested in knowing more about um, these topics, the easiest way to do it would be to go to afterlifeforums.com. That's, there's an S after forum. And just read that thread. Mikey is a genius at communicating stuff in ways that people can understand. So tell us about that experience. You said you were nervous when you started. I was terribly nervous when I started. I was scared because he would give me answers. So they would ask me questions, and he, Mike would give me answers that I really didn't know what the heck he was talking about because I've never heard of this stuff before. I've been yeah. raised pretty strict Catholic, so my exposure to this was literally nothing except, of course, that life <laughs> is eternal. And so, um, and a few other, you know, Catholic rules and regulations. And so... The answers were, some of them were so profound, I would say to him, you know, are you sure? Are you sure I should put this on this forum? And he would say, Mom, just do it. Put it on the forum. And so, you know, I would type it on there. And, you know, of course, you would come back or someone else would come back and, you know, be amazed by the answer. And I'm like, I don't even know what the heck he's talking about. So, um, I could tell that too. It was pretty she, she crazy. Would say, so, At least this is what Mikey says. Mikey told me to say this. She would never say it was. In the beginning, you were never speaking with confidence at all. Oh, I'm sure he never. thought that was funny. 
Oh, I was so scared, you know, and, but of course my confidence has improved tremendously. And of course with my ability now, I hear him telepathically pretty well. And as the pendulum is moving, I hear him, I'll confirm with certain letters. He'll give me letters to confirm. If I type as he, as I'm listening to him and I type on the computer for the forum, if I'm saying something he, you know, disagrees with or wants me to tweak it a little bit, I mean, he'll tell me. I mean, he'll say, Mom, stop a minute. So then I go to the pendulum and he'll say, you know, say it this way. I want you to say it this way. And what has been really great with Mikey is he knows I'm clueless. And so he's trying to explain things as simple as possible for the average, just general population to understand. And I think that's what's of such a great benefit with his messages and how he is trying to teach is because he explains things in a human way since he hasn't, you know, been gone from here too long, and that helps for people's understanding. Yeah, I, I think that's an important point to make. Mikey tells you that he was born to that brief lifetime, and that, he says that was his last exit point, was the age of 20. We always plan three in, but or two, two or three, but usually the last one is like in our 80s. Mikey's was at 20. And, and he told you, you say, that he specifically was born so he would have a fresh awareness of what it was to be on the earth plane, so when he spoke, he could speak as an earth person. That's correct, and he said this was part of our plan was for us to come, for him to leave early, and for us to teach about the importance of love and the afterlife through the veil. Well, you know, at first when I heard this whole thing about soul plan, I'm like, yeah, right. (laughs) You know, this is a (laughs) bunch of hooey, you know, but... Oh, and the more I heard other people talk about this, too, and then Mikey said, yes, Mom, that is true. That is what has happened here. That's why we came here. And, you know, it kind of is making sense to me, and it certainly has helped many people I know. I've had different friends and family and the bereaved where Mikey has really helped them through me giving comfort in knowing that, you know, the connections are really there. Our loved ones are really close to us, and they still care about us, and they try to help us. And, you know, the one thing I will say, too, is talking out loud is huge, and I do it all the time. I talk to Mikey out loud, and I'm sure people look at me like I'm a nutcase, but I know he hears me, and it works great for me. Yeah, I, I think, um, it, it, as I say, it's clear to, to all of us that you have this wonderful rapport. But it's also clear in the way he expresses himself that he's a young man. He's a very bright young man, but a young man. And that's so important. Um, people who've read a, read a lot of afterlife evidence end up reading uh, channeled stuff. Um, I, I tr- tend not to read anything done after 1950 because I figure it's probably you know, got a profit motive behind it. I, I just have a preference to read old stuff. And old communications from a sixth-level being are always so formal and stilted that they almost don't even sound like a human being talking. When Mikey talks, he talks like a regular guy. And that's important. I know it's painful to have to bring him into the world and lose him again, but the... It, Since his mission is to communicate this information, it's so good he talks like a regular guy, like a young guy. Um, 
we, we can identify with that so much more easily and understand him so much better. Well, I think that's what helps make it more believable, too. When I sit down and do this with people and they're watching, I mean, Mikey will start out, you know, Mom, <laughs> you, know, it's, you need to settle down. You're upset, you know, I mean, it's funny. He jokes around with me and talks to me just like he did when he was here. So when you have family and friends watching this, I mean, it just makes it that much more of a validation of who is really talking here is because he's exactly the same. And I think that is helpful, and that is because he was just so recently here on Earth that that's what makes this so different. And he keeps telling me, Mom, this is different. You need to know this is just different. And I'm like, you know, fine, it's different and, you know, whatever. And when he first told me, Roberta, that he was on from the sixth level, and he termed it at that point because this is what Sally called it, she called the sixth plane or level or whatever you want to aspect the messianic plane. That was the word she used for the sixth level. And so... When Mikey initially told me that, he said, Mom, I'm on the messianic, you know, plane. I'm like, well, what the heck does that mean? (laughs) I said, what does that mean? He says, I'm just letting you know that's where I'm I'm at, and and it's about teaching. I'm all about teaching. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, uh, big deal, I guess. I didn't know. I didn't have any understanding of what that meant. So when I put that on the forum the first time and people were commenting on that, then I thought, oh, God, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't have put that out there. But it's obvious to me that what he is saying and all the knowledge that he has communicated, you know, it does actually make sense. But I didn't understand it in the beginning yeah. what he was even talking about. That, that's the That's the teaching level as well. That's where um, it apparently the level where a lot of creation happens too, although that's something I don't want to get into today. The extent to which that's true, I'm not sure. But the the beings on the sixth level, which is the highest level, right next to the source, uh, the highest level to wit from which we still could communicate or come down again. Apparently, um, those people teach all over the afterlife. They're they are the ones who, you know, the greatest serve, and they serve uh, in, in in ways like what Mikey is doing now. So that what, everything he's told us uh, fits perfectly with what I've come to understand over decades of laborious study. So um, he's a, he, he's sort of a short course. He's the cliff notes to what's really going on, which is why I really recommend people read his thread on Afterlife Forums. It, so so his message, Carol, if you could give us a sentence or two, what what is Mikey's message? You know, his message is all about love. He says it is nothing else matters. Well, I mean, forgiveness and not judging and all that, that's all part of love. Part of, because part of love. Because with love comes those behaviors. You know, when you, when you are truly loving, you kind of, the other part just comes naturally. Or, you know, and so Mikey yes. says, you know, heaven or the afterlife, whatever you want to call it, is really all about love. That's what it's all about. That's it. And so we come here, you know, for spiritual growth to uh, improve our loving vibration. And I mean, that's really was his thing. And you know, when I think about the songs he was playing, 
what well, right before he left and how he I remember the time when he said to me, Mom, listen to the words of this song. Love generation. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this awesome? And I thought, you know, this is interesting for a college kid, you know, to be pushing this song. I mean, this is an interesting message. And, you know, now of course it makes total sense to me. I mean, he was trying to lay some foundation before he left. And yes. so you know, even now, I mean, that's what he pushes on the forum, really, about the importance of love, that really, that's it. That's what it's that's all it. about. That's, that's it. it. That's, what it's, that's what it is all about. And it does make it simple. I mean, if that's the, whatever the question is, love is the answer. Right. I'm I'm Roberta Grimes, and my book is The Fun of Dying. Find out what really happens next. Um, we've been talking with Carol Morgan, whose wonderful son, Mikey, um, is a great teacher from the sixth level of being, who um, is teaching every day on afterlifeforums.com. We are thrilled and privileged to have him there. So if you're interested in learning more about uh, it, certainly there are two other podcasts, as I say, available on iTunes, but Come to afterlifeforums.com and, and read some of the 200. It's a book, Carol. We've got a book there now. Some of the 200 yeah, I mean, plus pages. That's how I look at it. <laughs> the, next, the next page, uh, the next step is for us to put the pages between covers. We'll do that. We'll talk about that on another day. Yeah. Please, but, please well, join us next week when our guest will be Dr. R. Craig Hogan, who's a wonderfully selfless man. He's, he's my very good friend now, and he, he has spent his life studying afterlife communications. Next week, Craig and I are going to talk about what nearly 200 years of communications from the dead together with quantum physics combined to tell us about what reality actually is. I, I titled this program, Seek Reality, because that's really what this should all be about. We're going to talk about what we've found and how you can begin to start maybe making your own discoveries. So please join us next time. Again, please visit afterlifeforums.com and join the discussion. And now go out and enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are an eternal being and you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, joyous conversations about your eternal life. To learn more, tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For lively and positive discussions, visit www.afterlifeforums.com To contact Roberta, email her at roberta at seekreality.com Wishing you a productive week empowered by the truth of who you really are.